you know, okay, so five, four, three, two. Hey, everyone, this is your host, Michael C., back with a, a, a joint episode here, uh, like the Spike Lee joint used to be. This is a joint episode with my with my brother, Mr. Mocha. What you say? What's up to the people? What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Mocha. You know, once again, back with Mike C. on the collab. You know, our usual... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our usual bullshit. So, you know, we, I think we're going to make it a habit of recording our conversations and, uh, instead of, instead of wasting them on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You're being, being selfish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and hoarding all the, the, the gems that we be dropping with each other, you know, just, you know, giving you all, uh, a peek into how our minds work and we get on the phone and just, you know, just, let's just say I'm, I'm glad we live in an age of, of unlimited calling because if this would have been like the, you know, back in the day, you feel like you would have to continue this conversation yeah, well, during well, off-peak well, hours. <laughs> I'm about to write a letter, bro. We, we do too much. <laughs> no, but like I said, we, 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 get, we get on the phone and we don't, we don't, it's not like we get on the phone like, hey, we're going to talk about this. We just have conversations and he'll say something and my response would be, well, let me ask you something. Or I'll say something, and his response would be, "Well, let me ask you something." Mm-hmm. And then, next thing you know, we're two hours into a conversation that's meandered, you know, all over the place. So we're we're trying to be more diligent about, uh, you know, recording them because we'll often say to ourselves, "We're doing it again," like we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. You know, like we 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 need to be recording these. So we're going to both make a concerted effort to try to record these because when we talk about it amongst ourselves, it doesn't benefit anyone. You know, speaking I, of that, you know, something I'm about to do what we usually do. So I got a message and this is totally off what we were talking about, but I might as well throw it out there now. So we got a message on the podcast um, <clears throat> from a black female author And she left a message and she said that she felt that the term BBC was offensive. And I mean, she left a very polite uh, message. And, you know, she was kind of you can tell she was passionate about it. But she was saying, you know, we should stop um, some to the effect of. We are, what's the word that they, that people use? Uh, Fetishizing? It was objectifying. Oh, okay. Yeah. The black male by using the term BBC. And she said, you know, just because I am okay with it, that doesn't mean that everyone else is okay with it. And we should just stop. That was it. And I was like, hmm. I mean, it's not the first time you've heard that. I'm sure I know I've heard it no, through, we, over we the years. No, we about it before. Yeah. Know? So I, I was, that's why actually why I called you earlier, because I was going to throw that one at you. You know. So, you I know. mean, we've talked about it before. And I mean, my, my feelings on it haven't changed. You know, like. When I think of the term, you know, BBC, I'm thinking about it predominantly in a lifestyle 
sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be in that space, there's an understanding that certain behaviors go on. And the beauty of it is if you don't want to be around it, you can remove yourself from the situation, you know, or if you're dealing with somebody open-minded enough, you can express what you feel. And like, if it were me and somebody had a problem with it, I'd be like, okay, cool. I won't use it around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll respect you, you know, in this space. And like, I don't have to use it. I enjoy it when I'm dealing with somebody who gets it. But if it's not your thing, I'll, I'll, I'll respect it and won't, won't use it towards you or around you or with you. But I'm not going to stop using it when I know that I'm dealing with people, you know, who can, who can handle it. And what it reminds me of, and I, I'm, I'm sure I shared this. I don't know if I shared it with you in a personal conversation or if we talked about it on the podcast once. But I was at a party years ago, and I was there with my slave. And one of my things that she really gets off on is like certain forms of humiliation when she's getting fucked, right? So we're at the party and I'm, I'm, I'm going ham. Like I'm telling her she's going to take all these dicks and she ain't nothing but three holes to fuck and she's eating it all up. She's loving it. And at that moment, uh, this woman came to the party. You know, she knew the host really well. And so when she comes in, unbeknownst to me, she sees me. Now, I don't, I don't know that she sees me. I didn't find out until a few parties later I had run into her and we had a conversation and she told me, she was like, the first time I saw you, I didn't like you. And I'm like, damn, I don't even remember you. Like, what could I have done to have you not like me? I didn't even know you existed, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And she proceeded to tell me that, you know, when she came to the party, you know, she saw that, but there was no context because to her, from what she saw, this, I was just some dude at the party, and this is just how I dealt with women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she she didn't know of the connection that I had with my slave. She thought it was just random dude talking to random woman like that. In other words, she didn't even stay or inquire or even just sit back and watch to see what was going on. She just made like a snap kind of read. And, 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 and reacted to that. And we had, you know, we had a good conversation. We came to a meeting of the minds, but what I found most ironic about that conversation is she then proceeded to tell me that, you know, she's married and also has a boyfriend. So I was like, Oh, so you're living in the situation that's kind of off the beaten path. And I'm sure that there would be people who would look at you and have a snap judgment mm-hmm. without knowing what was going on pretty much the same way that you did with me. So I, I say all that to say, if you don't have any understanding of, you know, of the inner workings, you know, of this stuff and, and have the ability to kind of think about it. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it, it eludes me right now but to think about it in a certain way and kind of compartmentalize it. Cause that's what we do. We compartmentalize a lot of stuff on this lifestyle. Right. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we understand that in the real world, this doesn't necessarily have a place, but in this world that we exist in, it, it does. So yeah. my reaction to somebody like that would be like, I respect where you are coming from. And if you don't like it, that's cool. 
but you're not going to change my opinion about it. Yeah, and you know, basically. I think the and, and I, I I really hope that uh, the she reaches out because she's she's written a couple of books and she said in the message and it's actually it's actually an audio message, and I would have played it, but you know, I would rather get well, a I have the permission first. Permission first. Um, Absolutely. But she said, you know, she made the comment, you know, you need to do research on that and you need to look at history, which is which is funny because I'm I'm a fucking nerd. I love history. You know, I'm a huge fan of history. I'm a huge fan of of reading things. So there's there was a couple things. Um, Number one. You know, the first thing that I thought of when she made that comment was it's strange to me for anyone who is not represented by a group to be offended when a group uses or accepts a word. So, for example, there are a lot of people who are uncomfortable if you're on a group of black dudes and they call each other niggas. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, too, when you brought that up. So, I understand that that may offend you, but if this group of guys refer to each other like that, who are you to say that they're not allowed? You know, it's a club that they're in, and... Even if it can be used as a derogatory word like slut. Some women like to be referred to as sluts. For a person who doesn't represent represent that class or that group of people to say you should stop doing that because you are insulting yourself. I have, I have a challenge with that, you know, and... You, you're you're not you're not a you're not a a guy. Now I, I have spoken to black men who don't like to be referred as BBC. Okay, so there are a couple different reasons. You know, the first and most obvious is that they have a LBC. <laughs> they got a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and so what happens is the. And I actually spoke to a gentleman at Splash who said that I don't like BBC because I don't have a big dick. And the expectation that people have of me when they see me is very hard for me because they look at me and they expect me to have a big black dick. And I don't. And they get disappointed. And I I, I respect that. So that mm-hmm. being said, <laughs> you are not part of that group. So... I can understand why he would be offended by it. The next thing is in the day and age that we live, in my opinion, everybody wants a reason to be offended. And since everybody wants a reason to be offended, oftentimes, you know, there are guys who will go, well, you're objectifying me or you're looking at me like a piece of meat. All right, let's be honest, fellas. Let's be fucking honest. How many, if you take a poll 
of every man on the planet, what percentage of these motherfuckers would be offended by being treated like a sexual object by women? I, I, what percentage would you guess right off the bat? One percent, maybe. How many? Especially in the lifestyle. Fuck the lifestyle. Outside <laughs> of the lifestyle, motherfuckers who don't have access to sex like lifestylers do. Think about all the vanilla guys who you talk to at work who can't even get their wife to suck their dick. Think about how it would be if they were to walk out in the world and people looked at them and went, oh, I want to fuck him because of this. From her standpoint, from a woman's standpoint, maybe she, because most women are objectified on a regular basis, you get used to it and you get tired of it. But that's not a male problem. (laughs) You know, you know, men, men don't have that problem. You know, there is every woman on the planet is fuckable. Okay, just understand that every woman (laughs) on the planet is fuckable. I don't care what deficiency that you think you have or what deformity you may have. I mean, you could be missing an eye and there's a dude out there who's looking for you and you're his fucking fantasy. There's no woman that's not fuckable. Okay, it doesn't work like that, you know, and and every woman at some point is going to have some dude that you know, looks at her like a piece of meat. Now it may not be the dude she wants to look at her like a piece of meat, but you have that issue as dudes. That's not an issue that we suffer with on a regular basis. <laughs> so, so if we have a thing that makes us a fetish, you know, women have lots of things. You can have, you know, a big ass or small ass, big tits or small tits, you know, glasses, red hair, blonde hair, natural hair, curly hair. You are a fetish to someone. So from a male standpoint, okay, if I get to be a fetish to someone, that doesn't offend, offend me. Now, in the case with her, one of the things that she brought up is like, okay, look at history. And I assume that she's speaking about, you know, his, you know, when you look at a lot of books and historically speaking, the black male has been overly sexualized and turned into, turned into this, you know, oversexed, you know, dumb, aggressive creature that thinks only with his penis. Now, here's the thing. You can just take black off of that and just leave male and you got us all. You, you got us all. Okay. We're, you know, we, it's a daily struggle with your penis because your dick is always telling you to make a poor decision. You know, but when you're thinking about the term BBC, even if you look it up, you, there's not a whole lot of information on it. You know, the information that you get on it is that is a slang referring to, you know, big black cock. You know, it also refers to um, BBC as being a term that was used, you know, on a lot of gay sites where gay men were looking for BBC, but think about it. When you think about the word sites, sites are new, (laughs) you know, the, the, the 
when you think about websites, websites are a new thing. You know, websites haven't been around for the last 200 years. When I think right. of BBC, like what man in history, let me phrase that. <clears throat> what man do you know who's going to be insulted because he has a big penis? I've said this before. When a woman wants to hurt a man's feeling or embarrass him in public, she can scream out, fuck you with your little ass dick. No yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've we've, seen it personally. We've all seen it. Seen it in fights. <laughs> no person not pretty. screams out, fuck you and your big ass dick. Having a big penis has never insulted a man. Period. All right. Now, we can't speak for the dude who's got a dick that's, you know, abnormally large that's down that he's tucking in his shoelaces. You know, maybe he want to be a little more regular, but that's going to represent a very small percentage of the planet. But men are never offended because you refer to their dick size. All right. The next thing is. Black. I am proud of being black. So when someone looks at me and says, ooh, black guy, and she's fantasizing that me as a black guy is a proud owner of a big <laughs> black cock. Like, where is that offensive to me? If you look at me and you decide that you want to have sex with me based upon your, your assumption that I have a large penis. Based upon your physical attraction to me as a black male. I had a conversation with a gentleman early, earlier today, and I said, attraction, physical attraction or sexual attraction, not physical attraction, sexual attraction for men is not from a place of logic. You know, how many women have gotten pissed off because their husband cheated on them and they're like, well, you cheated on me with that ugly bitch. <laughs> well, she was ugly to you. She wasn't ugly to his dick. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, and, and I think that goes both ways. If someone is attracted to me because I am black and because they fantasize about me having a big cock, how do I take that negatively? Well, I think that again, I'm I'm speaking in the context of of the lifestyle, and we can kind of look at the things that that surround it. But I I I, I look at things as kind of being on like a, a a sliding scale, in that you have guys who who are offended by it. Even guys in the lifestyle, you have guys who are offended by it for whatever their reason may be. Then you have guys who they're cool with it. They don't necessarily go out of their way to look for it, but they accept it. You know what I'm saying they they could, you know, it, they they could go either way. You know what I'm saying it's not a big thing to them. They accepted it. They don't get bent out of shape when they hear it. And then on the op opposite end of the spectrum, you have the guys who embrace it. You know what I'm saying, and they are, and 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 they encourage it. And your experience, I think what, what's the percentage? And your personal experience, how many black men? You think about how many you know, 
And what percentage of those black men have been offended that women were attracted to them based upon the fact that they based upon their their fantasy that they were the owner of a big black cock? Well, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. It's not so much that that they're offended by the term. Mm -hmm. It's when you have people and we've all encountered these people like I'm I'm in the category where I embrace it. But I also feel in a way where you're not going like inside the bedroom. I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? But once we're outside of that dynamic and we're just dealing with each other, you're not going to treat me like that's all I bring to the table. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and again, this goes back to what I said about being able to compartmentalize. Like we can be as down and dirty and objectifying and all of that when we're in that mode have the awareness and the, um, you know, the ability to be able to say, okay, now I need to deal with this person like a human being. But, but, you know what I'm saying? And that I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I don't understand that. Like okay. For example. Being. Yeah. Give, give me for, some examples. For, Cause I'm, I'm losing. Okay. Here. For example, when we deal with women, certain we we know that there are certain women in this lifestyle who they love being treated like a slut, right? But there's a time and a place for that. Meaning, if you're out with, you know, friends, or you're just doing something like out and about, or or whatever, you're not necessarily going to treat her the same way that you would treat her at a party, or if she's you know in your bedroom for the night. But I'm I saying, think like, that means that you're not socially fucking retarded. Like the, but there the are people that, out here who are socially retarded. We you can't mean? count the social retards because they're going to fuck up no matter what. You know, you know, I when I'm in the, the, the bedroom with my wife and I'm choking her and calling her, you know, every dirty name that she fantasizes about. Or when she's saying all the nasty shit she says when she's riding my dick, it's not like we're going to be at the grocery store saying that shit out loud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, let me let me let me let me let me give you another example. I'm sure you've encountered this, and this might not bother you, but I can see how people would have a problem with it, and I can see how even I've had a problem with it. When you get that initial message from somebody, mm -hmm. you know somebody somebody's reaching out to you. And within the first few sentences there, you know, you got a BBC, my life, would, my wife would love to, you know, see your BBC. You got any pictures, you know, and it's like, damn, like, can I get an introduction first? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you at least come, come at me in a respectful way? But that and then we can, and, but, but that's prevalent. The same thing with anyone. I mean, they're going to do the same I, thing. I don't know that. All I know is what they do with me. I can't assume what they're going to do with anybody else. That's speculation. But what I do know is how they came true. at me. True. Very true. I agree. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So for the people who say that they take offense at it, I think that sometimes they can be overly sensitive. Like the moment somebody says it, they might feel like, Oh, this is this is this is all that person sees me as. Um, and here's the thing: in, in the lifestyle, or in general, let's just let's break down 
because and I'm going to say this because, you know, the, the the listener was saying that, you know, it's offensive to black men. And here's the thing. Whenever we speak, we speak of the 80 percent, not the 20 percent, no matter what, 20 percent. Of, of in any 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 conversation, we can only speak to the masses. We're not speaking to the exceptions of the rule. We're speaking to the masses because the masses are what matters. Okay, as a male, as a man, any door we can open that gets us to our objective is a door that we will choose. That is a male quality all right if someone looks at me and they see me as a fetish when you first meet me you can look at me like a fetish while we're talking you can look at me like a fetish when I take you into the bedroom you can look at me like a fetish if I interact with you and I play with you And when it's all done, when we walk out of the bedroom, if I didn't have the ability to show you more and leave as more than a fetish, that's not her fault. That is my fault because that was it. We have a mutual friend who his only value is his big dick. That's it. He can't hold the fucking conversation. He he only has a dick. <laughs> so what happens with him, women only want to fuck him. That's it. They only want to fuck him. And from the time they meet him, interact with him, fuck him, leave him, and fuck him again, the only thing he qualifies for to be is a big black cock. That's it. If I can't bring more to the table than that, I failed. And now let's switch it to how we see it in the female world. When you're looking at somebody online, when you see a woman at a party or at a club or in a store, you're going to see the thing that turns you on, whether it's her fat ass, her long legs, her nice titties, her pretty skin, whatever it is, that is the thing that made you want to talk to that person. And if you don't say it out loud, it don't matter because that's who you see the sexy ass, you know, this or sexy ass that it could be, you know, the, you know, the pretty, the pretty light skinned girl, the pretty brown skinned girl, the pretty redhead, the pretty blonde. And after I fuck her, if she didn't bring nothing else to the table, I'm going to remember her as the pretty whatever. Now, if we fuck and we interact and we talk, when I walk out of that bedroom, she's impressed upon me that she's more than just whatever thing about her that attracted me. So in my opinion, in our world, everybody's happy to push the responsibility off to someone else. Me personally, I'm going to take responsibility 
if I can't, if I can't show her that I'm more than just a dick, that's on me. That's not on her. The thing that attracted her to me, that's on her. What attracted me to her. But as dudes, that's what we do every single day. Every day. Every dude you know, even when we're talking about chicks that we know and we can't remember their name, it's like, yeah, you remember the chick with the big ass titties? Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> one. That's that's how we talk. Mm-hmm. And so for a dude who talks exactly like that to be offended <laughs> because <laughs> there's somebody somewhere that refers to them in the exact same way, but with a different description that fits him, it blows me the fuck away. I can understand why this lady might look at it and go, oh, you're insulting yourself. But that is contrary to all man code. Like what dude is going to turn down some pussy because somebody looked at him and went, ooh, he's got big hands. Ooh, he's got pretty eyes. Ooh, he's got a big dick. He's got a pretty smile. What's the difference from a chick being attracted to you because you got a pretty smile or because you got a big black dick? What's the difference? I mean, in the grand, in the grand scheme of things, you know, they're all, I guess they're people view like, yeah, they're they're, they're all physical. But I think one thing that this person who left the message uh, failed to realize is that, and I said this when we did the episode on, on race and everything before, uh, with you know our brothers Dimitri and Pagan, was we're not victims. You know what I'm saying like she needs to understand that as as tough as it may be for her to wrap her head around it, the same way it may be tough for someone to wrap their head around the idea that a man enjoys being a cuckold. There are those of us within this lifestyle that we enjoy the objectification. You know what I'm saying? Like, for whatever reason, the way that our brains work, it's not something that we view as a negative. Now, maybe it's because we have, you know, we have strong personalities and it takes a lot more than something like that to cause us any kind of discomfort. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, in this day and age of, of, of PC culture, you can, there, there are certain people where they can hear like a really racist joke and they're immediately offended, right? And there are other people out there who could hear a really racist joke and be like, yo, that shit is funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, there are just certain people who are wired a, a certain way, you know. Uh, you could chalk it up to being, you know, uh, uh, you know, they refer to it as being thin-skinned. You know, or as, as I heard Dave Chappelle put it uh, before, having a brittle spirit. You know, uh, the way that I was raised, the way that I came up, the way that my environment was, you know, we went at each other. We bust on each other. We cracked on each other, snapped, whatever you want to call it. And I'm thankful for that. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it gave me thick skin. But I think there's a there's a difference between thick skin and hypocrisy because the 
the someone the BBC is a physical attribute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I would assume that she or whoever everyone who who fucks other people, everyone who's in the lifestyle, there's a there are physical attributes that they are attracted to. And like I said, you know, if it's when the girls are talking about, oh, the buff guy. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I do not want to be referred to as a fucking buff guy. Okay. You are hurting. You are, are objectifying me because I'm the buff guy. Or, you know, you, you know, 6'3". Oh, you know, the tall guy. So now I'm in a situation where because I'm buff or because I'm tall or because I'm the proud owner of a big black cock. <clears throat> now somehow I am offending people around me. Now, once again, I will say this. If you have a big black, if you, if you don't have a big black cock and people assume that you have one and then you pull your dick out and they're looking at you like offended, I can understand how that guy would be upset legitimately because you looked at him and you made an assumption that I get. Okay. That's, um, that, that's like, that's like going to fuck a chick and she's got this great body and then she take her spanks off and you're like, that's not what the fuck I signed up for. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But if you are a guy and a woman is looking at you for your physical attributes, what's the difference between you looking at her because of her physical attributes? I don't understand that. And, and for the lady who sent the message in, I get that she, you know, she's very, I may, she may be very pro black, which if she is, I respect that. But you are not a black male and you don't represent and neither have you interacted with as many black men in the lifestyle that, that I have, you haven't had the conversations. So I appreciate you being offended on the behalf of that 20% that's out there. But unfortunately, you really can't speak for men because you don't know man code. The things that offend men and women are completely different. Mm. You know, you know, you call a vanilla woman a whore. She's going to be offended. If you call a vanilla man a whore, a man whore, a group of dudes are going to start laughing and patting him on the fucking back. Okay, you don't understand male mentality. And it's very easy for someone to say, hey, based upon the history of this, you should all be offended. Well, unfortunately, you can't tell me why I should be offended. Now, if you were telling me about a thing that has happened to women and a thing that offends the sensibilities of women, I don't speak female code. I have to lean on the females in the lifestyle to explain female code to me. But Mm -hmm. I was very intrigued by the fact that a woman tried to speak to me about what should offend a man, which means 
you're trying to break down man code to me. You're also talking about, you know, black history, but we are some that we're in the lifestyle. And according to her message, she mentioned the lifestyle. So in the lifestyle, we're supposed to be in an environment where if we have a fetish, we can freely enjoy that fetish because that's what the lifestyle is. So just like in your situation, a woman walked in, heard you talking filthy to your slave. She never stopped to go and speak to your slave and say, hey, how did you feel about that? But if it were up to her at that moment, at that time, she would have stopped your slave from having a great experience because her sensibilities were offended. So fuck how your slave feels. Okay, because she felt a certain way. Your slave can't squirt right now. She can't experience the things she dreams of getting fucked in a room with a bunch of guys, you know, in a private setting being called all these dirty little names that she's fantasized about because someone else is offended. That to me is the thing that I, I received when someone said, you know, Hey, you're offending black men. I'm offending some of them, but I damn sure ain't offending most of them because you know, I've never, you know, there's a term out there called BWC, big white cock. I have never, ever, ever heard anyone complain about that term. And it's out there. You see it on the websites all the time. We are looking for BWC. Who the fuck has ever complained about it? And all of the white dudes that I know who got big white cocks, when them motherfuckers come to our parties, they swing the motherfuckers around like they're Zorro. All right. <laughs> because they're happy to be in the big dick club. They don't give a fuck. So now it's okay. The, the, the white male, and we're going to talk about her perspective, the white male, since we're taking it to race from her standpoint, he can enjoy an experience being proud of his big white cock, but I should be offended and ashamed of my big black cock because somewhere in history, the large black penis was fetishized and I am just, you know, carrying it on. Yeah. You can't win that argument, ma'am. I'm sorry. Now, do you think based on what you gather, do you think she's in the lifestyle herself? Well, she made reference to the lifestyle at the end of it. She said, you know, us something to the, something about, being in the lifestyle. So she made reference to the lifestyle and, you know, after taking, like I took a look at her, um, her Twitter page, which I actually wanted to reach out interviewer, uh, because I would have been very interested in having a conversation with her, you know, because that always tickles me. Like I would never get on the podcast and debate. Like if a woman got on the podcast and said, I don't like being called a slut or I do like being called a slut, I would never debate with her as to why she shouldn't like being called a slut. Because I am not a woman. And I am not receiving pleasure from that. So for me, it was very interesting that she chose that particular topic, you know, to, to comment on. And then another thing that entertained me, she made reference on her... Twitter to a friend of ours podcast and that friend of ours, you know, 
so he has videos where he refers to himself as BBC. And there's no comments about that. She also has a lot of retweets of her favorite black porn star who, when you look at his porn, his porn, much of his porn is titled BBC. Mm-hmm. So if you are offended by this, why are you subscribing to it? Now, that is something that I, I see a lot and I call out a lot is the hypocrisy, especially as it pertains to that. In other words, I've encountered quite a few guys in, in my time in, in the lifestyle, especially since I've had, since I've been more active on social media and they say that they have an issue with it. And my thing is, if you got an issue with it, cool, but understand if I see any kind of hypocrisy, I'm going to call it out. And by hypocrisy, I mean like what you just said. I go and I look at your friends list and I see that you've got 30, 40 women that you follow who all have some variation of BBC in their name. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so you claim to have a problem with it, but yet these are the women that you are seeking out. Oh, yeah. You know, I look I look at the the media that you've liked or retweeted. And again, it's, it's, it's in that same vein. So I think one of the things that we can be honest about is there are, there, there's a certain segment of guys who like to act like they're offended by it because I guess it, they think it makes them seem like elevated in a sense, you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like, Damn, I can't find the word. Like, like I'm above that. I'm better than that. You know, when in fact you like that, but you just want to present this image that you're more evolved than that. Yeah. Or when even you can you, you can you can be involved and still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And the hypocritical shit that gets me is this. Like, I literally have had conversations with dudes who, by the way, they were the proud owners of big black cocks, you know, they, they had big dicks, you know, they're black dudes, you know, they had reputation around big dick. Right. And I, I've engaged in a debate with a dude. And here's the thing, motherfucker. I know you, you get pussy all the time, all the time, because women are looking for a BBC. They hit your profile. In their profile, they say they're looking for BBC and you fucked her after you read her profile, you hypocritical motherfucker, you. All right. No, you can't complain about it if you're still going to fuck her. That's the thing that gets me. If you're going to reap the benefits of it. If you're going to reap the fucking benefits, I can't respect you. Don't tell me that you don't like it because once again, we're going to go back to basic man law. You mean to tell me this super attractive woman that you're looking at going, damn, that is my fantasy chick. And she's looking at you saying, damn, that black man is my fantasy guy. And because she expresses the fact that, oh, I've always had a fetish for BBC, which is just a fucking acronym. I've always have had a fetish for a big black cock. Do you have one of those? Why, yes, I do. He ain't turning that pussy down. Knock it the fuck off. There may be one in a million dudes who will be like, hold on. Okay, 
I'm a sensitive and emotional man. And just because you use that acronym, I am going to turn down your vagina. That one dude, <laughs> I respect him. I respect that dude. I mean, because he's got principles. And, and he gets a whole lot of pussy. He gets so much pussy that he can turn it down. All right. But from all, all the dudes that I know, and all the dudes with an exception of the black dudes I know who got small dicks and have had very bad experiences because I know quite a few dudes who have bad experiences in the lifestyle because they went to play with someone who expected them to have a bigger dick and they were told, okay, that's not big enough for me. Those guys, I'm sorry, fellas, I feel bad for you. I can understand how the stereotype and the term affects you negatively for those guys. I do feel sorry for them. Those guys I do respect. And, and at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like, what do you do? You know, in, in that situation, you, you, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what to say for those guys, but I mean, all you, I mean, like you said, it's, it's, you know, it's no different than, and I guess you have to separate the two. In other words, there's the, from the male side, there's the blow to the ego that, that inflicts like somebody telling you your dick is not big enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's, there's that part from the guy side, but you know, we always say one of the things that's beautiful about this lifestyle is that people have the freedom to go after what they want. And if that's what a woman wants, you know, I mean, I've encountered a few women out there where, you know, they're into the GBC, you know, the gigantic, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, yo, I, that's, that's above my pay grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm, I, I don't measure up Mm -hmm. if that's what you want, you know, more power in getting it as, as long as you understand. And I remember having this conversation with a woman, you know, she was, you know, she was specifically seeking these guys out. I mean, she wanted like 11 or better. You know what I'm saying? But yet at the same time, she was complaining about the way that those guys behaved and the way that those guys treated her. And I'm like, yeah. like, there's a certain amount of awareness that needs to be involved. Like, 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 how do you think these dudes are accustomed to being treated? Like, how do you think they're, how do you think they're accustomed to you know, and these are like lifestyle dudes, lifestyle dudes, industry dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, 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 they feel no need for the most part to be well-rounded because they don't need to be. They got a fucking 11, 12 inch yeah, dick. They got, they got I'm women. I'm not going to go shit on them like that. I ain't going to shit on them like no, that. No, 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 no. What, I, what I'm saying is not that they don't have the ability to be well-rounded, but when dealing with women in this space who all they got to do is drop their pants and, you know, they're so used to women just falling to their knees. Where's the incentive to put forth any other kind of effort? Like why? Like it's, it's all, it's almost a waste of time. Like I can see that side of it. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, especially if they know that he's real. Like, if you know that this is like a real dude with a real profile and not some catfishing shit. Mm. We've seen it. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it. 
Yeah, listen, we I, like I said, I got I, I know I know one guy, you know, and you know I've like I had a you know one of my boys SKD, you know, he was on the podcast, you know, a while back, and he's you know he's one of those dudes. I mean, he's he's that you know, I mean you know twelve incher, and mm-hmm. he's very well rounded. You know, he's he's a very well rounded guy. You know, I've you know one of my other boys that the wife refers to was Baby Leg, same thing, super well rounded dudes. You know, don't don't misunderstand me. The, the matter is, most chick, most most women can't even take that much dick. Like I, I've said it before. I, I laugh, and and it's not a knock to the ladies at all when we go to hotel parties or things like that. But I, I'm always entertained. Like you go to play with a woman, and you stick your dick in, you get half of it in, and she's like, "Oh, that's it." So wait, you you came to a big dick party and you don't want all the dick, <laughs> like you you you, you know, like, <laughs> like you came here, you, you know, it's oh I, I saw you I, I saw your I saw your profile, you know I want to play with you and then I get there and I can only stick half my dick in like, like you you saw my profile and you only want which is fine which is fine ladies I'm not I'm not saying that you know I don't have a problem with that you know if that's what you want but like you know. You know, 12, 13 inches is a lot of dick. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. If someone tells me they want 12 or 13 inches, I am going to be very clear. Like, I'm not offended. Like, I don't have 12 inches dick. I got plenty, but I ain't got that much. And I'm not going to be offended if that's what you're looking for. However, however, it would make me feel some kind of way if everyone looked at me and assume that I was going to have a 13 inch dick and then I get to their house and whip it out and they look at it and like, Oh, that's not what I expected. So I do understand, you know, because there's one, one, one of the guys at Mocha, like super cool guy. I love this guy. And he says, you know, he was in this, he was in your seminar and he stood up and said, Hey, you know, how do I deal with the fact that, you know, I, I don't have a big dick, but people expect that. He literally stood up and said that. And, you know, I, I, like, I was like, oh, that's, that's a good question. For, so for him, that is very uncomfortable. Those guys, Here, I respect. Here's the interesting thing about this whole conversation that we're having. And I'm sure that out there, there are certain women that I know who are going to laugh at what I'm about to say because they've heard me say it. I don't, you, I, you, you can go through my profile on any of my social media. I, that's a term that I never use with myself and quite the contrary. I actually refer to myself as an ABC. You know what I'm saying? It's average. <laughs> and nice. where, where that, where that comes from, and you know you've seen this because you host parties before, yeah. ABC. Yeah, when you when you host parties, whether you're looking for it or not, dude, we see a lot of dicks. <laughs> it, it, just, it just it it just it just it just comes with the territory when you host. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know you're walking around, take you know making sure everything is all right. You know you see some you know a cup over there. You want to go pick it up because you don't want to be cleaning up so much at the end of the night. So you try to stay ahead of it, and you walk and pass somebody that's playing, and you glance, and there it is. You know what I'm saying? And when you host parties, you know, you see like, oh, it's, you know, like there's somebody out, there's always somebody out there whose dick is bigger than yours. You know what I'm saying? And so 
I never want to be in that situation where I'm feeling all like, oh yeah, I'm about to get it, give you this big. And then like you said, you, you know, so now she's expecting and then you take it out and it's like, oh, you know, so it kind of goes back to, you know, they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Big is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, if if, if I'm playing with you and you think I have a big dick, hey, let's rock with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to come in the room acting like I've got the, you know, the foot long. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the moment you start thinking that, and the moment you start, unless you happen to be one of those dudes that actually does have the foot long, you know what I'm saying? The moment, the moment you start, yeah, the moment you start carrying yourself like that, that's the night that you get humbled. Either because of somebody else who showed up you know what I'm saying? Or because of what she's accustomed to, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's funny that we're having this, this, this conversation and I just chuckle because that's not a term, like I said, I'm comfortable with it and I don't mind if it's used, you know, in my direction or if I know that I'm having a conversation with a woman who happens to think that I'm big, then yeah, I'll use it with her because I know that that gets her off and turns her on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I'm just, and I'm just at that point, I'm just pushing her buttons. You know I'm yeah. saying, in the lifestyle, but, I'm done, in the lifestyle, yeah. I don't refer to myself as BBC. What I'm saying is, if a woman looks at me, and that's the thing that, you know, if she fantasizes and looks at me and goes, "Oh my God," you know, she's looking at me and she sees a black man, and she's fantasizing about me having a big dick. I, I, I'm not going to be offended by the the door that got me between her legs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm no, I'm, I'm a dude as a dude. If I see a woman that I want, I don't care if she was turned on my, by my fucking eyebrows. Don't give a shit. Whatever got me the opportunity is what's important to me. Now, no matter what it is about me that she liked physically, physically, if phys- if my if my physical appearance or physical attribute got me into the door, it is my job from that moment on to show her that I'm more than just a penis. And if I lacked if I lack <laughs> the 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 ability to show her that I'm more than just a penis, it's not her fault. That's on me. That's kind of like with dudes in respect. You know, if I walk into a room full of dudes and walk out and nobody respects me, that's my fault. I did something to lose respect. If I walk into a room and I start talking to people and when I walk out of the room, people think I'm a dumbass. That's my fault. So if I walk into a room with nothing but my penis and I walk away and that's the only impression I left. That's my fault. And hey, here's the thing. This is where we go back to man rules. As a dude, not a woman, because men and women see things differently. As a dude, if you leave the room and at the very least, she goes, wow, that was some good dick. What dude's going to be upset? What dude's going to be like, dude, you know something, bro? I just feel terrible because she looks at me and the whole thing she sees is great dick. Like... 
What dude have you ever met to complain that this girl wants him for good dick? Who? Who have you ever like? And honestly, and the same motherfuckers that complain, I guarantee that same woman that they talked about. Well, she just sees me as BBC. Did you fuck her more than once? You probably did. You hypocritical bastard. So that that takes you back to what you said earlier. I can respect people who are principled about it. Even if I don't agree with your reasons, if you say, look, I have a problem with this and I will not entertain anyone who uses it towards me and you stick to that, hey, man, I, I can't do nothing but respect it because at least you're sticking by what you say. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who front like they have a problem with it and want to get up on their high horse and preach about it. But yet at the same time, they're chasing behind every skirt that says she's a BBC slut. Yeah. Like me, like that's, I'm not into race play. So that's when I give you the side eye. If a woman walks up to me and I'm not into race play <laughs> and she comes up to me and says some shit that, you know, even in a, because I know like you, you, we've talked to, I've talked to you about race play. I've talked mm-hmm. to me about race play. That's yeah, it's our jam. So yeah, it's if, our jam. <laughs> if, if a woman comes to me, even in a private setting and she says she's interested in race play and I say I'm not. And in the middle of sex, she starts doing some race play. My dick's going limp and I'm done fucking and I'm not going to fuck her again. And it's not because I'm offended by the fact that she's into it. It's just that I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. You know, so the things that I'm not into, like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it twice for sure. So a motherfucker's telling me, you know, BBC offends me. Oh, that's funny because I saw you over there slaying that chick who is into BBC and you know that's why she's with you. Bro. She got the BBC slut tattoo on her back. <laughs> I have, Listen, there are dudes who attend Splash Mocha, an interracial party, who have said they don't like the term BBC. What do you just you into paraphrasing? Like what do, what do you mean? Like you're here, aren't you? So you're not gonna turn down the pussy, but you just gonna say that, well that offends me. Get the fuck out of here. Like I'm not you're not really offended. You just want something to talk about. So let's let's do this thing because we've been, you know, we've been running our mouths for like an hour here. So let's let's do something to try to help the people. So for those women or couples who are fixated on that, how would you suggest they approach guys in the lifestyle as to lessen their chances of offending someone? Hmm. I mean, just don't make it fucking weird. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. and you spell like, it out a little more for the people uh, in the back. <laughs> so when I look at a woman who, you know, like if I see a woman with some big natural breast and I'm like drooling over them, 
I'm not going to walk up to her and go, ooh, big natural titties, let's fuck. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk to you. You know, I know that I'm attracted to you because of that. Or I know that I'm attracted to you because of your smile or because of your eyes. I don't necessarily, like, I can tell you that I'm attracted to a woman with large breasts. But I'm not going to go, I'll be careful saying that I'm only fucking you because of that. Because I think that's where some guys, you know, the, the sensitive fellows out there will get offended. If they're like, you're only fucking because I've got a big black dick. Well, okay, buddy, if that hurts your feelings. So for couples, if you see a guy and you're attracted to him, you know, obviously if you're a white couple talking to a black dude, we understand that you're attracted to black dudes. Okay, and a standard issue for you to want to know what you're working with. So, you know, you don't have to say, well, you know, do you have a BBC? You can say, hey, I like to see your penis or how, how big is your penis? Because that's a fair question to me. Like, I want to know what you look like naked before I show up. I, I do. So it's fair. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to harp on the fact that that's the thing. Or if you're a couple who are attracted to black men, I personally, I see, here's my challenge. Like, my problem is this, like, honestly, it's a fucking fetish. I don't care if you're attracted, if you're attracted to black men, I don't mind that you tell me. If you happen to like big cocks, I don't mind that you tell me. So, like, I'm probably not the right person because I'm trying to find a good answer, but I can't give you one. Like, bruh. (laughs) Because, I mean, like, I'm married to a redhead. I'm attracted to fucking redheads. Like, I, you know, that's what I'm attracted to. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I'm supposed to be standing there talking as some talking to some fine ass redhead, pretending like I'm not attracted by a red hair. You know, no, it's not my nature to sit there and bullshit. You know, if you get offended because I think your red hair is sexy, then I'm probably not the one for you. You okay? Well, sorry, ma'am, didn't mean to compliment you on your pretty red hair. Let me go and say it to somebody who appreciates the fact that they have pretty red fucking hair. Like, like how many dudes are really offended because they got a big dick? Like, knock it off. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I, I can't give you good advice there. So I'm going to turn I that mean, one over to you. I mean, personally, the whole idea of, of, of being a fetish, I guess one of the reasons, one of the big reasons why it doesn't bother me and, and why I embrace it is it's a two-way street. Like, I have fetishes also. Thank you. I mean, and and I enjoy letting women know. I don't ever use my sound effects buttons like that. I had to use that one. I I, I had to applause that. Thank you. How the fuck can you be offended by a fetish when you have fetishes? So if, if some, and like I said, the dudes who I've talked to who are offended, all of these motherfuckers got fetishes. All of them. Mm-hmm. So you're upset that while you're fetishizing this group of people, you're angry because those people over there are fetishizing fetishizing you. You hypocritical piece of shit. That's just how I feel about it. Like I once again, if you're gonna turn down the pussy, I respect you. If you don't have a big dick, I respect you. But if you got a big dick and you take the pussy because you happen to have a big black dick and then you complain about it, I'm going to laugh when you complain about it to me. And I've done it. And my boys who are listening to this, who we've had this conversation together, and I laughed in your face, 
and called you a hypocrite and then you laughed back with me and was like, yeah, you're right. You know who you are. I think that's a, a, a good spot to, or to, to, put, to put a bow on this one. Um, definitely a good topic. I'm saying it's a conversation that we've had before. I'm sure it's a conversation that we'll have many more times, you know, and among other people. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those topics that seems to do the rounds, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, it, it always manages to, to, you know, to circle back around and the way we are, we don't mind talking about topics over and over and over. Absolutely. I mean, cause there's always, there's always a different way, you know, to look at it and maybe new information has come your way. Nothing has changed my overall stance, mm-hmm. but, but like you pointed out, I've come around to understanding the part about the guys who maybe feel self-conscious about the fact that they don't have one and those expectations that are placed on them simply because they're black. And so people assume that they have one and then having to deal with that disappointment, you know, and like I said, maybe that's part of the reason why I undersell. Like, nah, ain't no BBC over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got that, that. I got that ABC over here. You know, I want you back. You know, I just got um, what I got. You know, you look at it if it's what you consider worthy, then take it. You know, yeah. If I'm, you know, like I said, if I'm not up to your standards, so be it. Because you know, like I said, we all we all have standards. Mm-hmm. You know, and why why is it okay for me to have my standards? You know but you can't have yours. It just so happens that, you know, you, some guys might have a thing for women with pretty teeth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like um, yeah. And some guys, you know, they, they might like meth mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they call it? Mount, Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. <laughs> I'm sorry that we that would caught me off guard. Man. <laughs> I should have warned you before that. <laughs> man, I gotta steal it. <laughs> I, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh my god! I guess the, 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 the bottom line is we 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 all like what we like. I'm sorry. <laughs> now my mind, now my mind is. I'm completely imagining this. Okay? We're going to talk about your meth mouth experience when we hang up. Okay? I just want to know how it felt. Okay, you just got to tell me. But listen, I would love to. I would love to 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 talk to a panel of black men. Okay, who have big dicks. Who's been turning down? Wait, let me phrase this. I guess we got to put it right. A panel of black men who sleep with women outside of their race, who has consistently turned down pussy because they were referred to as BBC. All right. Because I don't know any. And I've been in the lifestyle for 20 something years. 
we have spent a lot of time talking to many, many guys, counseling many, many guys. And even with the guys who've complained about it, the ones who fit into the category as attractive black males that fuck interracial couples or wives or women with big dicks, I have yet to see one that will consistently turn down pussy because it referred to BBC. So, so let so let's put that call out. Let's yeah, let's do that. Let's you know any guys that are that are listening to this that hey, and don't just get on here to, to make up some bullshit and say that you do it just so that you can be on the podcast. You can be on the podcast, but don't make up no bullshit. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. Now the caveat is that you know you see yourself as having a big day. Because like we said, we understand the guys that maybe feel like they fall outside of that range and why they would have a problem with it because of the expectations that come with it. You know, so we're specifically talking about guys who are blessed in that area, but still have a guys who are blessed and who have a problem with it. Because when you come on the show, we're going to ask you if you've ever taken advantage of it, even though you claim to have a problem with it. So understand that if you do that, we're going to call you out. All day. I mean, so if you're principled and you want to come talk about it, cool. If you say you have a problem with it, but through our questions, we find out that you still kind of use that to your advantage. Understand we're going to call it out. Well, we're going to give you an opportunity to explain yourself. And you know what I'm saying? with a guy like that, it wouldn't be a debate because you are a person who qualifies to be a part of the conversation, express your, express your opinion based upon personal experience. Okay. For a woman to tell me that calling other men, referring to men as BBC is like me trying to explain how uncomfortable a fucking tampon is. I am not qualified to do that. I am not. I can't. It's not fair. I can't tell you what it feels like to be called a slut. Because from a male standpoint, if you call a male a slut, we high-fiving about it. Oh, you, think I'm, you think I'm fucking everything moving? Fuck yeah. We might not do it in front of the women, but every dude at some point in their life has been envious of the dude who can fuck everything that's attractive, that's moving. We're built differently. So as a guy, if you can get on and, and explain that to us, that would be very educational to me because me understanding <clears throat> how you feel without the hypocrisy, you saying, I've turned this down for this reason, but you don't qualify if you don't fuck outside of your race if you don't fuck outside of your race it's easy to say that you've turned it down because you've turned it all down i mean it's it's a bad experiment you know you, you would have turned it down no matter what because you don't fuck outside of your race you're only going to qualify because the initial question was really directed toward black men who were okay with white women referring to them as bbc so, or Asian women or Latin or, women. Yeah. Women yeah, of other outside races. your race. Yeah. Yeah. So. And for the record, 
I can't be a part of that conversation because I have an ABC. So. <laughs> nah, me too. Me too. I'm in the same category. Okay, so you know, I'm not I'm not yelling BBC, you know, but if you're going to give me sex because you think I have one, then I am willing to give you some dick. Okay? And if you say, "Oh, that's not as big as I hoped it was." I did my best. I did I gave you all I had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. On that note, always a pleasure rapping to you. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully the people will enjoy this one. Uh, and look, looking forward to doing it again, man. Anything you want to say before we pour the plug on this one? No, nah, man. I, you, well, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I, I've gotten amazing feedback from listeners about the conversations that uh, Mike and I have. <clears throat> um. I appreciate, you know, for us, especially, you know, the fellas, you know, one thing that, you know, my wife was nervous about when we first started doing, you know, more just all male con podcast is that, you know, just really being honest, really being upfront, reducing all the editing. You know, one of the things that she was concerned about was, hey, you know, people may find that offensive. But, you know, you always hear things, you always hear safe spaces. You know, I, I don't require a space, a safe space because I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but I've been very impressed that people have embraced our honesty, our directness. And when I said that I wanted to do a podcast from a male's perspective without the filtering, that's been embraced because usually what happens is you know, if you sit in a room with a bunch of dudes and listen to them unfiltered, there's going to be some offended fucking people. Mm-hmm. But the the feedback that we've gotten, you know, has been more from the standpoint of women who appreciate being able to listen into a conversation from a man's perspective without the filtering, without the editing, without us attempting to say things that are politically correct because I think a lot of people falsify their information and falsify themselves but we can just say what the fuck is on our mind and people have embraced that so I appreciate that and you know Mike C when I first decided that I was going to do a podcast with only you know a segment with only guys he was one of the people that encouraged it and was like you know something you should definitely do that. And that's one of the main reasons that I enjoy. I continue to enjoy doing collaborations with Mike C. So Mike C, thank you very much for also supporting what I do and your listeners support your listeners and encouraging your listeners to support what I do. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it's, it's always a pleasure to be able to just talk. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, uh, you know, a million times. I I love the fact that we don't see eye to eye on everything. You know what I'm saying? That we we, we come into things and we have our our unique perspectives and our, 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 our ways of, you know, seeing things and going about things. And mm-hmm. The fact that <clears throat> we're not only not afraid to, to, to disagree, but also have no problem articulating 
why we disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about me trying to sway you to my side or you trying to sway me to your side. It's just, you know, we're, we're just making our point and hopefully for the benefit of the people who are listening to us because they might fall somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who agree with you. I'm sure that there's some people who agree with me. I'm sure there's people out there who disagree with both of us agree, and that's absolutely. cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. And, and our, and, and as a society, we've lost the conversation. You know, I, I always say this, a conversation is simply an exchange of ideas. And I think as a society, we've lost the ability to have a conversation. And I think what's really interesting is most people don't realize, you know, you know, one of my, one of my sisters always say that dudes are, you know, the male species are knuckle draggers. That's what she would always <laughs> say, you know, and, and listen, I agree. But another thing that she, what most females don't realize is that inside of a male space, especially when you have a group of, of confident males, you get a lot of conversation. You get a lot of exchanges of ideas and it's amazing how, you know, yeah, we're a bunch of fucking knuckle draggers, but this is what we do. This is a dude thing. Like, you know, when I, the, the, when I talk to the fellas, this, we, we go back and forth. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong, guys. We do bust each other's balls a little more, and we do say some things that are a little more inappropriate, you know, and, you know, some of the things we will omit because you shouldn't be forced to deal with our stupidity, and we understand that. But for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, you know, if you're ever a fly on a wall in a room full of guys, once you get past the burping, the farting, and the the dumb stuff, you're going to always be able to find an exchange of ideas. And we don't have to agree, like Mike said. Agree, agreement is not necessary. Understanding is necessary. I understand your perspective. You understand mine. And then when you reflect on it, you realize that, wow, that's a hell of a perspective. And that's the thing that we want to bring to everybody out there with with what we do. So thank you very much. I, I appreciate the listeners. Appreciate Mike C. And, you know, Mike and I have lots. We have we have a lot, a lot of subjects that, you know, we've discussed and we continue to discuss and we've decided that we're going to bring those discussions to you guys as an additional segment to both of our platforms. Absolutely. So on that note, brother, thank you to our listeners. Thank you. I mean, thanks to everybody out there who supported us and uh, stay tuned because we will be doing it again very soon. We've gotten in the habit of writing down our topics, (laughs) even though even doing that, you still went off script and threw something different at me that we didn't. (laughs) That we didn't even talk about. So that's just because because hey, listen, that was the rawest form of what we do. Since we already spoke about that other thing, I was like, you know, something. Let me show them exactly what we do, and for your for your benefit, just understand this conversation stopped about an hour and a half earlier than it stops when we are talking. Yeah. Yeah, when we just run in our mouths, we don't have to be cognizant of 
Well, how long before people just feel like turn it off or just, they're at their destination and can't listen any longer? Exactly. Or the, asleep. The, yeah, the commute is over, so we always try to be try to be cognizant of that. But we're we're gonna have something for y'all next time.